All right. Three, two, one. Hey, Seven Mile Road. I am in the podcast studio with Joey Thompson. We are headed up to worship with Restoration Road again this summer. If you remember, last year they came down and did a service with us, which was a blast, especially to introduce all these new folks that they have connected with up there to our church, our space, our mission down here. So this summer we flipped the tables. We're going to be going up there on August 11th. Your Sunday service is at 10 now, right? Yes. So same time for us. Uh, Their church space is literally a mile and a half north of ours, so you can get there in five minutes or so. So instead of coming to our space on that day, we're going to head up and be with our family up at Restoration Road. A bunch of you know Joey, big time, from 2009, 10, 11, 12, and our sending of them to plant this church. A bunch of you have not yet met he or Natalie or their family or their crew. And so we wanted to take a couple minutes so that you could get introduced to who they are, what they're doing, the incredible stuff that has happened in the last uh, seven years, and set your heart to say, I'm going to be there that day that we're up there to worship with these folks because they are family and we are a couple of miles from each other but doing the same gospel work together. So, all right, that's what we're doing. Uh, why don't you give us like just some quick bio story stuff that if somebody kind of knows we planted a church with you guys, but who were you? How'd you get here? How'd that thing get started? Why don't you hit us with that? Yeah, so me and Matt became friends, I believe it was in 2008 or so, maybe. Yeah. Um, he loved competitive, competitive softball, <laughs> and uh, I was overly competitive myself. And uh, we built a friendship there, and, and through that friendship, uh, Matt asked me to step on to, I think it was the second ever Ox Track. It was, wasn't it? Yeah, the Holy second smokes. ever. And so I think that was 2008 or so. And um, that was just a, a life-changing wow. time where we got to know each other. And um, I was actually pastoring somewhere else. And you asked me to step into that track. And that was some of the healthiest community um I had ever had. Yeah. And that was a wonderful time of uh, building a brotherhood, getting to know each other, understanding the gospel, having a place where we really did soul care and found our identity in the gospel. I remember just feeling that and knowing that. And uh, at the end of that track, you asked me to step into the life of Seven Mile Road, which was still a young church at that time. Right. And um, that was a very hard decision, but was obviously the right decision. And... Um, me and my family, uh, my wife is, uh, her name's Natalie. We've been married now for 16 years. Woo! Wow. And um, we have two daughters, one's 15 and one's 10, Talia and Kira. Yeah. And um, we stepped into the life of Seven Mile Road, and what a um, fantastic experience it was. Just it was a time to rest and recharge, to see how a healthy gospel-centered church functioned, how a healthy plurality of elders right. function that was just amazing so over we the next three years like you said um we built a deep friendship um became family and we're really really trained to last these seven years yeah um theologically um just really functionally how much i've learned from matt just in those three years of how to respond to different personalities to know your own a relational dynamics, yeah. what it means to stay steady with preaching that gospel. That was just um, 
it was amazing. And uh, there is no Restoration Road without those years and Seven Mile Road's investment. Um, so you got planted in 2012. Yeah. And uh, I could see, still see all the faces of those folks who were here and were ready to go. Yeah. I remember our conversation in the back where we were like, Joey, we're doing this. You're doing this. Let's do this. Um, because it was three years of thinking of yeah. how do we restart um, uh, in, a, in a way that this time is going gonna, is gonna to take root and be viable and healthy and vibrant. So it's been seven years, and it feels like 15 minutes. Crazy. Um, and over the course of that time, there's probably, we could talk for two hours about God's grace to you. When you think about, okay, this latest season, what would you say? Here's some of the biggest gospel wins that, that you've been uh, receiving from Christ in the life of the church up there. So this was our most fruitful season. So yeah. when I look at a church here, I look September to August. I, I think that's possibly how many church planters look at it. Right. Um, we were praying for many things. So one thing that comes to my mind that's a huge gospel win is we went from one community group, our right. RR group we call it, our soul care gospel community, that's how many would hear it, to three. And so that was huge. Wow. We had over... 65 people in small groups oh, this year, yeah. which was huge for us because we couldn't even, we had trouble getting to two. <laughs> Talking right. the, the crew in the two was a, a big leadership thing. So we had three healthy small groups that were growing in wow. gospel community. Um, we also, it was the first year we were praying for 100. Yeah. And I'm not a numbers guy, but right. I am a numbers guy. Who knows? But we were praying for this, and we passed that mark twice this year. 100 people. We had uh, 105 people one time, 117 people on Easter, but we're yeah. still going to count it. That were worshiping Jesus, that were hearing the gospel. Like We, we contextualized those Sundays to really have gospel-centered messages. Yeah. And a, a lot of people heard the gospel that yeah. day. And so that was powerful. We also grew as a church. It's probably the most people we've had in the life of the church. Right, right which has been awesome. We, I, I think of a guy, Bob, that we got to baptize on Palm Sunday. And so that's a huge, huge win. Um, born in Charlestown and yeah. moved to Wakefield. And um, his, wife, his wife is working through what she believes. Um, right. she, she grew up um, in the Jewish faith, and she's working through what she thinks about Jesus. And so on date nights, they listen to me preach. And I don't, I don't think I'm that good, but when they li people are listening to you on date night, it's serious. You feel like that's awesome. And so, um, but they're talking through the gospel. They listen. We did uh, a series on the fruit of the Spirit, and they listened to that message on love that really talked about marriage and what it means to be sacrificial and how we uh, model uh, our marriages after Jesus. And that's just yeah. powerful, powerful stuff. So to be part of his baptism... Yeah. Um, with his wife and daughter present, that was a, just a wonderful day for us. And uh, we just had another young lady who told us she wants to be baptized, Vanessa, who um, actually uh, another pastor at the church. He was her teacher um, for many years. Oh, wow. And God has done a wonderful work in her life. She's in her early 20s now, yeah. and she's part of our church and just um, met with uh, Pastor Dave, who's the other pastor at the church this past week, and said, I want to be baptized. God has done a work in my heart, I believe. <sighs> And so those are some of the highlights yeah. of this year. Of course, the building, uh, that's huge. <laughs> right. Tell us about that because yeah. you had some connections with an yeah. older um, church. And over the course of the last, it feels like it's taken forever, but really in the last two years, yeah. there's been movement to 
that facility has become Restoration Roads yes. so that the flag of the gospel can be planted long-term in Wakefield. Yeah, so there was a historic church in Wakefield um, that God, by His grace, basically gave to us. And so it was amazing how God did it. But I just want to give you a quick highlight is we felt called to Wakefield. Right. Wakefield needs another church preaching Jesus, loving people, loving the city, proclaiming the gospel. And um, we ended up buying this historic church. I think it's like 18,000 square feet, <laughs> way bigger. God has a plan. It's way bigger than we are right now or even need. Right. But um, it's worth over. It's been assessed at $2.2 million. Yep. We bought it this past February for $350,000. Yeah. And so God has a plan, um, and uh, he's allowed Restoration Road to step into this facility um, to really uh, be a beacon of the just hope and, and a light in Wakefield in this historic church. We want to restore it, and we've been able to worship there, and uh, it's just a wonderful thing. You see God's hand in it. And that space is not a beat-up dump. No. You needed to give it some TLC. It but it some is, TLC. It is a beautiful space yes. and uh, ready to go. Yeah. Wow. Um, all right, so if somebody's here at Seven Mile in Melrose <clears throat> and is like, I'm coming up on the 11th, let's do it. Yeah. Uh, what, what will that day be like for them both? Where do they park? What do we do with kids? What's your service like? Just give us just some handles for that so people can come ready to step in and engage in love um, and be with you guys. Awesome. Yeah, so I have the privilege of preaching that day, which, is, which I, I feel blessed to do. But I'll be preaching on family that day. And I really want to Seven Mile Road and Restoration Road of family, yeah. thus the last name Road. Right, right, right. And um, the surname. <laughs> yeah, the surname. We wanted to make sure that people even saw in our name the the family affiliation. Yeah. And so, just the heart of the service, the heart of the message is how the gospel makes us family. Yeah. And I, I just really want people, because like you said. If we're multiplying, if we're planting church, if we're making disciples, there's going to be a bunch of new people. So it's so important, like you were saying earlier to me, Matt, to stay attached to the story that God's writing. Yeah. And I'm just thankful Restoration Road can be a small part of that story. And, and what Seven Mile Road gave and invested and sacrificed, the prayer, the resources, the time, um, to be able to revisit that story and to make sure that it lives on and yeah. people see um, that we are still family, even though we're only a mile and a half away. Right, right. You know that might as well be uh, that might as well be ten miles in Boston. But with Melrose and Wakefield, just that, that you know we're family. So we're gonna preach on that. Thank God we have some parking, so there's about yes. twenty spaces to park in. Um, there's about forty spaces across the street in the bank. I think they're cool with it, and about fifty spaces around the church. Yes, so right. we should be good on parking. Um, we just want to serve you guys that day when it comes to um, taking care of everyone's kids. And so we just redid the basement right. with a bunch of new rooms um, for our kids' ministry. And so there's a place to check in down there. Pastor Dave, our other pastor, really cares for and leads the whole kids' ministry. Yeah. So we just want to—you can check them in downstairs right when you get there. And um, we just have wonderful volunteers down there. And um, we got plenty of space in the sanctuary. And it, I think it's just going to be awesome and a fruitful and a celebratory day. Yeah. You know? These are sweet times. Yeah. Um, July, early August is a perfect time to change up a rhythm, to do something different. Yeah. Um, but if you are in town, we're asking everybody to, to make sure that you just give yourself five extra minutes on the front end. That's all you need. If yeah. you're coming from above Melrose, even less time to get over there. Yeah. Um, 
but to be there, even if it's a change of pace, is so worth it, so worth it, so worth it to just say, hey, we are a part of something bigger, and there's concentric circles of that. We're a part of the the body of Christ globally, which is wild yes. to think about. But taking a quick ride on a Sunday to gather and worship the Lord um, in that circle is going to be a delight for us to do. And be praying for this church as well. I mean, if, so if you're praying for the mission of our Melrose Church, that God would give dissatisfaction to people with the status quo of their lives, and he would bring conviction of the sin in their lives, and he would give opportunity for us to love and gospel people. And then in that space, he would meet them with wakefulness to the gospel. Same exact stuff that's needed in Wakefield and Malden and Waltham and Kennebunk and Philly and Houston and Hyannis. So when you're praying that way, don't forget to say, Father, would you do that also at Restoration Road up in Wakefield? And um, get to know the folks from that church if you have any chance to. There's things that we can be learning from the way that they have positioned themselves missionally and gone all in, not just with each other, with a boldness about evangelism to say the gospel is true. And when that soil hit, when that seed hits the soil that God intends for it, there's going to be wild growth. So we're believing for that. This Sunday, August 11th, is just a chance to be together and say, Let's just revel in God's grace to us as family. All right, if you got any of the questions about how that day works, Heather is happy to help you, but it should be a simple thing to do. And when we get up there, be moving in love towards folks who you don't know. It will be massively encouraging to the men and the women of Restoration Road to have us be there to say, we are so glad that you are here. We are so for you. It's our delight to be with you, and we can't see what happens over the next seven years of life up in this church. All right, that's the 11th. We'll see you there. Thanks for listening through this. All right.